podcast with your hosts, Justin Vincent and Mark Wilbur. Well, hello, Mark. We finally have an intro. Wow. Can you imagine? I can. I've heard a lot about it over the last uh, few episodes here. <laughs> yeah, you're, you, you have learnt um, as well over the last, uh, I guess, week or so, you've seen me obsess about it and um, you've seen what it's like when a musician really gets kind of like the madness about something. Um, I, I don't know how that works though, because like, wasn't that already your music you recorded long ago? Yeah, well, the music I recorded long ago, but all the other stuff that was put on top, the production, the, the different singing, the different effects, that was sort of, I just wanted it to be kind of exactly right. Um, and sort so of you added singers? Uh, you added, added some singing. Well, so let me tell you all the different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, <clears throat> so just for, for posterity, do you say posterity or pros- posterity? Posterity. What did I say? Prosterity. Yes. Like, it's like prosperity. <laughs> prosterity maybe. sounds like so, like prostate and prosperity. Or that too. Yeah, it's like prosperity, prostate, okay, prosterity. So, okay, so it's prosterity. It's, it's what? It's posterity. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's really difficult to remember. Posterity. Okay, I have to remember that. Anyway, for, poster- for posterity's sake, I want to just talk through the different decisions about that intro because I'm kind of excited that we've got it. And I like it, even though it's very strange and quirky. And I just want to explain, you know, what, what it's all about. And I, I th- also think it's, it's a testament to what we've done so far on Reactor, because a lot of it comes from the different s- stuff that we've been talking about over the show. To start cool. with, the, the very name Reactor. So you know that I, um, I've been working on Slider and I signed up to an audio sound clip library. Yeah. And so I, I searched for the term Reactor and up came kind of sound effects like those, those very beginning kind of whoa kind of sounds. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that, so that's like the, um, that's, that's like the basis of it. So it starts off with kind of like a reactor sound. Mm-hmm. Then for some reason in my brain, I was thinking about, um, an, a very famous eighties ad, um, for a dime bar. Have you ever heard uh, of a dime? Do you know what a dime bar is? A dime bar is that like Woolworth from like way back in the day, where everything costs a dime. Uh, no, no, no. It's it's like it's a bar. It's it's, it's, I don't it, know. it's it's a chocolate bar that's sort of made of like um, they. It's sort of made of like almond and sugar type thing, and um, then covered with milk chocolate, and it has and a it very is, specific taste. A very interesting taste that you've never tasted. Maybe. And so, or I just don't know what's called that. Yeah, maybe it's called something different. But anyway, so this, it's, a, it's a famous bar in, in Europe. I, th- I believe it came from somewhere like Scandinavia or Denmark or something. Anyway, it's got a really okay. interesting taste. It's really different to like 
a Mars bar or one of those other things. So anyway, we had this famous comedian called Harry Enfield mm-hmm. who, who was hired to do an ad for that, for that bar in the 80s. And I guess the ad agency was like, well, the taste of this is just so different. The tagline should be, never forget your first dime. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so Harry Enfield did a bunch of ads about that. Never forget your first dime. Never forget okay. your first dime. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So, so for some reason that came to my mind because I was thinking, you know, our show's already kind of weird because it's like this emergent, strange show coming. You know, we don't even know what it is. Yeah, yeah. We've changed <laughs> it up a bit already. <laughs> so then I thought, okay, I'll say never forget your first reactor. And for some reason, reactor came into mind. <laughs> reactor. <laughs> and so I just just played around just doing a few different things with Jack like myself and Jack were recording stuff together and so never forget your first reactor and then when I was playing with the sound effects on that I was like because I have my mixer and I have various different sound effect digital racks and it sounded like Legion you have you ever seen Legion have you heard of that show Legion uh-uh. it's just, it's a great sci-fi show about this about this DC character who like has a thousand people living in his head and um, well, whenever he's thinking, they use that sound effect. You know, you know that fir- that very first. Never forget your first reactor. Uh-huh. It has like it has like it's it's called the sound effect is called a uh, drunken party. Okay. <laughs> so that so that was that. Um, and then you and then it comes down to the um, the three two one engage. I like that. That came because in Slider, we used to have, um, developing the Roblox game Slider, we used to have these challenge blocks at the beginning of each each challenge because I thought that it would be fun for the kids to all start at the same time. So it's it's like a red transparent block covering the beginning of the course. And then it goes three, two, one, engage. And the block disappears and then everyone can go at the same time. Well, in playtesting with actual live six-year-olds and seven-year-olds, that was a total failure. What happened? <laughs> they just were like bored. They didn't want to wait three seconds. Oh, they, were like, okay. they were wandering off somewhere else. And it was just much better to just get rid of that and they could just go anytime. But I really did like that, that three, two, one engage sound. So I was like, were, yeah, that could work there. That could work. Yeah, go on. Were there, so this, in this Roblox game that, you, that you're working on, when you yeah. had that, did it... Yeah. Did you have lots of places that could go with their own timers or was there just like one place to be and if, if it's not time, you just have to wait? There's, a, there's basically for every challenge, um, there was a start and an end and the start block was covered up so you couldn't start the actual challenge. So basically there were six of these challenge blocks, I called them, and they just counted down five seconds. But, you know, kids can't even wait five seconds. It's just too much. <laughs> maybe, maybe like if, if only the very coolest challenge had that you could do it oh that's a, that's an that's an interesting point yeah we could do that maybe but, but um what i noticed was it didn't matter because the exact same effect happens anyway the effect that i wanted was all the kids going together and it seemed it actually ironically seemed to happen more often without that because they would just all fall off and then it instantly uh like uh, teleports you back to the beginning and so they they would just sort of synchro synchronistically just end up going on the track mm-hmm. at a similar time much more than they would when the challenge block was there so I'm like, okay, fair enough. All right. So, you know, it's, it, they're just going to go for it. So there was that. Then did you notice that there was two, two singers saying reactor? Um, yeah, it was one of those, Jack. One, one of them was pretty Jack. high. Yeah. So Jack came up with the tune. 
so basically I, ju I was just I just had to put the microphone front in Jack and just just held it there and played it and said sing stuff and so right. he just came up with that tune right there and he does have a history by the way ever since he was three he has a history of like having a melodic structure that is kind of sounds like kind of cool you know mm -hmm. it's not it's not like a kid's melodic structure so that's kind of interesting that he did it there as well and so then i just i just doubled him up so that there's a low version of me going in a kind of i guess like a kind of grouchy voice reactor on the other side of the headphones and um hmm. and then originally we had um i thought it would be funny to do like a robot voice saying welcome to reactor uh, i remember yeah um but when I sent that out to the few listeners who'd asked for it, someone sent back and said they didn't like that. They'd prefer something natural. So then Georgie did it. And so now it's the whole Vincent family, really. So. That's amazing. Yes. One of, my, one of my friends who I shared it with said, uh, uh, if you started singing too, then we'd know the Nazis were after you. <laughs> the Von Trapp family. <laughs> well, I, I the sound of music in California. <laughs> I th I really thought that um, it, it it's a it's a really good feeling to think that Jack is singing there and I'm sort of backing him up. You know, we're both sort of singing there. It's like I was gonna ask before, like, are you like, do you do much music with him? Because you used to be in a rock band, right? We, like, we definitely. W I mean, that we have. I've certainly been every time he's he's just sort of humming to himself and he hums an interesting tune. I just note it down. Um, so I have a lot of notes of tunes that he's come up with. And there is a lot of different... Um, I, try, I try to make a song about everywhere we go. So like hmm. um, one place we went a lot is Leo Carrillo Beach. And so I have this song that we always sing together uh, that goes like this. Leo Carrillo Beach, I got to take you to... <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to basically... Um, to, uh, these kind of songs, I'm going to turn them into real songs at some point, but there's just so much other shit on my plate right now. Yeah. Once yeah, he's old enough that like, yeah. learning the guitar would be cool, I bet. Uh, yeah. But there'll be some fun stuff you can do. Yeah. So, so will, you put, will you do me a favor and in the show notes, put a link to that Harry Enfield, Never Forget Your First Dime? Uh, if you give me the link. Yeah, like, I already if, said If you do it, it in our own notes. Okay. Oh, so, okay. so you didn't watch it. You didn't watch it from. from um, I. I I sent it to you in line. Oh no, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, I'll I'll check it out though. I mean, easiest way with me is just put it in the notes file in Got our it. Dropbox, and I'll, I'll get all those notes. All right. Well, that's that's all I got to say about uh, the intro. So about thanks. The intro. Thanks for so it sounds like, with me. Well, it sounds like that's a big part of your update. You you got the madness about the intro. Worked on that. It sounds like you worked on the video game too. Uh, yeah. Um, I also. Nuggets going well. Um, the Nuggets going well. The soft launch. Um, <clears throat> but do you want to hear those updates now, or do you want to go talk about to you some just, stuff? Yeah, let's just do the like your your quick updates. Just you know the, sure. the um, ninety second version. Then I'll then I'll throw mine up. So one sale from uh, from Nugget. So that's kind of cool. Um, there's nice. the eighty two people have have um, gone uh, signed up for it, started it, mm -hmm. and I've got um, I've got like a little uh, a little list and about. Six percent have finished it. Six percent. Six percent of the eighty-two people, and of those, one person's purchased. So they finished the boot camp and then bought yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. So okay. I've got. Um, did you? Oh, by the way, can you do a quick um, screen share? So I just sent Mark a quick um, 
screenshot of the stats. So you'll see it says 11% uh, got to the end of, this is the stats, sort of how many people hit page one, how many people hit page two, how many people hit page three, through to nine. So nine is done. And when they get to the end of the boot camp, it says unlocked, you've unlocked the startup academy and um, you've unlocked the momentum tracker. Um, now on these stats, it says 11%, but about four, four of those people, um, possibly even five of those people are me and existing uh, nugget people, you know, who are already members of the academy. So it really is just about 6%. Um, but it's interesting, the drop off, you know, like, so starting off with 82 people, and I, I, a, a bunch of these people did come from my sister posting to her Facebook group. So mm-hmm. they were really sort of unqualified, cold, cold leads, um, you know, uh, converse to people coming from, um, say, a, this podcast or from texting or from like a product hunt launch. Mm-hmm. So I think this is probably like a worse uh, conversion ratio than, than it's going to be in the future. But um, 48% of people went past the, the intro. So in other words, you know, 40, essentially 40 people-ish, uh, you know, 50, 50% just didn't do anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, then 50% did something. They went to the second page and then that dropped down to 30% to the third page. And then that dropped down to 24% for the fourth page. And now you're really talking low percentages. So you can sort of see even just the final of getting to the end of this um, is, is tough because people don't want to do stuff, you know, unless they're really ready for it. Um, but the people who, the, 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 um, sort of halfway through the course, I send out an auto email that says, please give me your feedback. And the people who actually do make it through and who reply to me are like, this is amazing. This is that's really, good. That's really good. good. Yeah. So, so that's, uh, that's the whole goals update. Uh, I stayed kind of within my blood sugar range. Not ridic- not too bad. And that is the goals update. Yeah. Are you, now, are you tracking it now? Um, because like, for a while you you like you needed to get a replacement. Oh, I've got it. Yeah, tracker. I'm trying. You got that. You yeah. know what would be cool would be um, now that we've got a really good intro. Sorry for I know I'm interrupting you, and you really want to do. I know, I know. Really well, I just I just want to do like actually, it's exactly like what I said with Nugget. Since we're we're on a tangent, let's keep going. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, dig that fractal rabbit hole a bit deeper, as I always do. Um, so I think this is just like the situation with with what I was saying with Nugget. Like, I, I think it's easier if you do a, a really shallow first pass or like same thing, like when I was teaching English to Chinese speakers, like I didn't go through all of the adverbs in the dictionary and then all of the prepositions, you know, it was just like a quick pass. Same thing with like teaching tenses. I didn't, you know, belabor like the, you know, the present tense for a whole year, like my high school. Well, you're talking about the boot camp now. I'm talking about everything. If you do a quick pass over lots of stuff, then loop in deeper, it's easier because it's like you give a table of contents or you give an introductory paragraph and then you, you know, drill into more Oh, detail. you're talking about what I'm saying right now. I'm talking about the intro or I'm, I'm talking about uh, just the goals update. So I like, it's not that I'm just like itching to do it first thing all the time. But when we go through goals, I, th- I like to uh, just, get the, just get the high level really quick. And then, you know, we can elaborate on the specific parts later. So that's very different to my other podcast. 
That one, <laughs> I, I think you do that sometimes. <laughs> and other times your co-host will interrupt you and tell a, a long but, you know, charming story of something from <laughs> decades ago. But, uh, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, sure. I mean, yeah. I, 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 apologies to listeners. Just listen. like a Apologies to a mastermind. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I've been super excited about the intro. It is cool. Well, the, the <laughs> intro is the cool. Boot, and about the, the intro. Camp. The intro is special. There's a lot of lead up. So, you know, if anyone doesn't <laughs> care about the intro, they haven't been listening to the last several episodes. They've just shown up and well, screw those people. You know, we'll, do, we'll be nice to the people who just show up on normal episodes, <laughs> but not this one. Um, <laughs> Um, okay. Well, yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. So I, just, I hear I'll you. Just do the, I'll just do the quick version. The, the nut, so after my, you know, two minutes of complaints or, uh, or uh, suggestions, uh, I'll give my quick update. That is uh, my number one goal was diet. Mm-hmm. And that's mostly gone great. Uh, I, I've lost another two and a half centimeters on my stomach. So it's now down to 123. Just, just two away from the uh, the first milestone. I said that would be, give me more motivation to go longer. Uh, had a little bit of difficulty on compliance, though. I got a little carried away. Only ate one meal on an eating day, and just had a really, really rough fasting day the day after that. But all in all, it's good. Uh, I did not get any videos published on Alchemist Camp. I've got some, but I. I threw away the recorded one because I decided I wanted to do a, actually a different kind of video for this new series. I was trying to do uh, an introductory one that would, was a little bit broader, would give people an idea of what they were getting into and motivate them to dig into the series some more. And I have uh, refactored some stuff in Phoenix Igniter, but not shipped it yet. And... Uh, Unrelated to my direct input this past week, I've also had incredible sales for this month. Had a bunch of yearly renewals and some new people sign up yearly. So I am almost at 4,000 for the month. Fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. Okay. Well, first of all, let's just take a second to congratulate you on that. That is a fantastic um, achievement. And that's what you really, really, that's what this whole thing is about. So that's That's really, really awesome. That's a huge part. Yeah. Yeah. so just so now that that's good. Let's let's talk about one bad thing which you just said. Okay. Um, do you think that your fasting fail was because you were so excited about it on the last show, and it's almost, and it goes to that. It speaks to that um, effect where if you really speak about it and you really get into it and you really tell people about it, it makes you feel like you've had this huge achievement, which makes it then which then saps some willpower of the actual thing moving forward. No, no, I, I don't no. think it was that at all. It was, actually, it's it's the opposite. I, I got, I, knowing that I have this conversation coming up and also knowing that uh, this isn't going to air for, you know, a month and a half or a month probably because <laughs> I'm slowly getting caught up in that as well. Uh, that makes me feel like, man, I've really got to kick ass at this because other are tens of, of uh, viewers that are going to see me <laughs> fail or they're going to see at me talk ten. about these big goals and not do it. Tens, I said. Tens. At least um, as, well, it's maybe, gonna, maybe, maybe and hundreds Danilo. of listeners. Da- Danilo. Uh, he'll, he'll have a comment for me. He and, is the uh, main main um, interactive person right now. Yeah, well, and, and, and my he's buddy gonna Liam. Be, yeah, and Danilo and Liam are going to, yeah. uh, they're going to shame you. They, 
I, I think I think they'll be nice, but uh, <laughs> it's still like added pressure. Um, my right. mistake was the opposite. I uh, I just push it too far, and I, and I think that's you know probably because I used to be super into sports, especially like kind of crazy endurance sports. So um, I you know I, I kind of refed. I went to a party, had like a you know, like almost a whole pizza myself and a uh, great time. And, and I saw like my stomach was like, wow. And I was, I was still like, I'm, I'm even like another centimeter lower than when I checked on Friday. And maybe because of that, like refeeding over the weekend on Monday, I just felt like, yeah, it's an eating day, but I, I just need one. I'm just, yeah, one meal is fine. That's enough. So I only had like 700 calories on Monday. Then Tuesday, uh, throughout the day, I was, I, I mean, I didn't physically feel that bad, but I found myself planning out like everything I was going to eat on on uh, Wednesday <laughs> today, and it, it was super distracting. And then I, I started getting a little bit uh, lightheaded, probably like low um, low electrolytes, something like that. That happens sometimes when people aren't so used to fasting. So I just pushed it too far. Um, and that did hurt my uh, my running a little bit, but you know I've I've eaten a ton today, and I, I think I'll be fine tomorrow. I see. So, cool. yeah, it's it's easy to get carried away, you know, especially with a with a physical goal, because you sometimes don't you, like you don't anticipate uh, like your your uh, your physical limitations in the future as much as you should when you're motivated. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, we'll see you by next week. Let me know when I can get back into the weeds. You can get in the weeds; it's fine. Oh, okay. I, um, I, I was I got thinking. My good job. Um, I yeah. was thinking that. Um, well, a couple of things. Um, the audio of the intro is pretty cool now. Um, do you think that we might want to consider doing better audio for the actual podcast at some point? It's funny you mention that. Uh, I have some more good news. Okay. Um, usually, when I do a big sale on Alchemist Camp and have more money, I immediately go out and buy a whole bunch of screencasts and books and things like that. And I looked at the book publishers I usually go to, like Prague, Prague, and Manning, and I already have all the books about everything that I'm interested in. <laughs> so this time, I, uh, I bought a new microphone. And it is on the way to Taiwan right now. Oh, what what kind of, what microphone did you buy? I tried to get the one that Ben Ornstein recommended uh, on Twitter and in his podcast, The Art of Product. Oh, and does the, he sound good? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he sounds good. And the thing that I love about it is he's he mentioned like, oh yeah, you could have like someone you know doing construction with a jackhammer in the street outside, you wouldn't hear it. Oh, it's, that's cool. It's a different kind of microphone, like it. Like it's a shotgun microphone. Mic? It's like a no, shotgun. No, 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 no. Dynamic. Oh, and does it so go it right? Has, does it go you next to, to your mouth? Close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Perfect. So Great. I uh, I order I tried to order that one, but it's been discontinued. And so mm. I looked for like the closest uh, um, alternative to it, and I am getting. Uh, which I don't have the the full name of it at hand, but I'll put it in the in the show notes. Getting a, a Samson microphone with like one of those uh, like arm mounts so it'll be near my face. Perfect. And That's great. 
then uh, it, it's going to help. It should make the quality for this much better. So I, th I think when the quality sounds bad, it's because um, this Blue Yeti, which is nice in general, you know, picks up too much room noise. And then Zoom uh, corrects it, and that makes it kind of tinny. Very strange, yeah. Yeah. Whoa, you just got way quieter. Hello? Hello? You got way quieter. Did did you move your 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 mic? That's really strange. It changed my input volume. How's oh, that? Okay. Yeah. Now you're normal. That's that's really weird. How it can just randomly change input volume. Like I think that, that was karma. How about I do that? Do like oh, this. That's a little like, too loud. So this was good. This is the one. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Yeah. That's very odd. Probably was, was karma for me asking yeah. the question. Yeah. You're like, you know, your sound quality is kind of. <laughs> no, I wasn't actually saying that your sound quality was crap. I was saying that the. The sound quality, um, because we take, we always go from the Zoom audio. I was yeah. just wondering, should we, should we like level up our game, get good mics, and go from you know the real, the real audio from the mics rather than the Zoom audio moving forward? But that sounds great. If you've got that new mic, that is perfect. It's on the way. I think it'll be here the second of September. Wow, this show is gradually going to get better and better over time. This is the perfect example gradually, of like, yeah, iterate gradual iteration. Yeah, continual improvement. <clears throat> Do you think that it's worth doing um, the videos? Yeah, I think I think that's that's totally worth it. I think for any any kind of show like this, the videos really good idea. Podcasts in and of themselves uh, don't really have a good organic growth channel. Like the only one is your friends are recommending you, or or your your audience is recommending you to their friends. So so then why is our audio stats going up and up and up, but our YouTube stats not moving? Our YouTube stat went up like. Oh, they did? Uh, I just I just got an update today. Yeah, it's up to twenty four subscribers and really um, watch time is up like another ten percent or something. So what the it's heck going up? But it's uh, so it had a huge spike when I put out a bunch of clips. Okay, and I did that over like three days. I haven't done any more clips. However, every video that I've recorded or that we've recorded since then, like when I do the show notes. I have been writing down times and comments of specific clips. I think that this time next year, this show is going to be so glitzy and glam. We're going to have like not. a <laughs> audience. <laughs> we're going to have girls who introduce us. <laughs> and we're going to have episode after episode of missing our goals because we're worried about the podcast. <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm just kidding. There's, there's going to be none yeah, of that. Yeah. Uh, that would, yeah. Um, so uh, I had a, a couple other topics. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, one is a screen sharing topic, but I, I would say um, I am pro skill enough with this that uh, we can just leave this in the audio because I'm going to look at the screen and I'm going to pretend that I don't see it. I'll just say what's on it. Mm, cool. Yes. Um, so this blog post did very well on Hacker News. It was basically a list of the top, uh, the top 50 YC startups and by you know, their current valuation mm -hmm. and what tech stacks they used. And it's 
pretty interesting to look at. So number one was Stripe. They're valued at 36 billion, which is, you know, like a, a double digit percentage of all YC companies, I think. Mm-hmm. They use Ruby. Then two was Cruise, use C++ and Python. Three was Airbnb, use Ruby. And DoorDash, use Python. Twitch, Please, wait, used... Just hold on a second. These are all billion dollar companies. Uh, yeah, I mean, these are all like uh, 10 billion plus dollar companies. I just think that's really worth noting that Stripe 36 billion, Cruise 19 billion, which is Cruise is more than Airbnb, Airbnb 18 billion, DoorDash 16 billion, Twitch 15 billion, Instacart 13 billion, Dropbox 8 billion. And Dropbox was the big one. <laughs> uh, back in the day, it was like Dropbox and Airbnb were the two biggest. Um, Coinbase 8 billion, Gusto. Yeah. 3.8 billion. Okay. And Co- Coinbase is newer also, which is interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's a, but the that's, thi- that's thing that's kind of amazing though, is looking at the languages for the top 10, number one, Ruby, number three, Ruby, number six, seven and eight were all Ruby. Oh no, you missed Twitch. That was Ruby and, too. And 10 was Ruby. Yeah. So it's basically like, this is dominated by companies one, that use two. Ruby most of them use rails as well and the next biggest was python and on hacker news where i found this a whole bunch of people were saying like oh i can't believe that like why i would never use ruby like what what you know what what happened here and i think what at least my my takeaway from this is people were at least starting with uh stuff that wasn't optimized for scale, but just had a really nice framework so they get yeah. stuff out the door quickly. It gets stuff done. Is there yeah. any PHP on the list? Uh, there is, but it's really underrepresented. And I think that's because of the, the Silicon Valley focus. Um, Let's see. Who's, who's PHP? There's one. There we go. RazorPay. We- RazorPay and Weebly. <laughs> and Weebly. <laughs> Weebly. Couldn't it be a cooler name? Come on. Message yeah. bird. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, <clears throat> that was, uh, that was, that's good. Uh, Char- so that's Charlie's blog, why co- Charlie's blog, why combinator top 50 software startups and, um, Mark, we'll put that in the show notes. That looks like that's very cool. Yeah. Well, then the other thing that was, it was interesting to me is I screwed up on, uh, our last podcast. So quick correction, your Justin's bootleg notes you have on your nugget page. It's not mm-hmm. an eat track cassette. Oh, it's yeah. a 16. And I should know that because my grandfather was uh, an inventor of the 8-track. He actually did a lot of work on the 16-track too, but he um, didn't uh, navigate so well on the business side and didn't, didn't get any money out of that. But uh, Mine wasn't a 16-track. It was just 2-track. It was just a two-track. Just okay. a regular standard. Just the one uh, from two, the 80s. Just, just a, just a two-track cassette, which is basically just a stereo cassette each side, and you can flip it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what they all look like because, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I, 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 I was a little kid in the 80s. You're too young. And you're too young. Yeah, yeah. You, only, you, you barely know what a CD is. You know, you're just like computer. You, you grew up with a Rio was probably the first thing you saw. Uh, no, I, I had CDs. I had CDs. Had CDs? And, okay. But, well, I had like 10 or 12 CDs. And then I went to college and, and soon had like 1,000 MP3s. <laughs> oh, man. You, you At least missed, someone you in my really dorm missed did. something. I'll tell you this. You, you, kids of your generation really miss something because 
like going out and buying like a big vinyl album was such an experience. It was like a, I don't know. It was like, what, what's the, what's the word? It was like a ritual. It's like a ritual. Really? And the artwork was so huge and um, just the, the whole experience of it and like the, the touch and the feel of it and then putting it on your record player. I feel, I feel sorry for your generation. I have bought uh, T-shirts from uh, um, just like random kind of like indie stores like in the, the late 90s that they would wrap using like old records from like, I don't know, like 70s Christian music or something that like they were never going to sell. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely would say you, you are the kind, you have the kind of character that would, would have really appreciated buying an album going out and buying an album really you're, you're the kind of person it's it's very um it's it's just it's just a very sort of creative craft craft type of okay. you know, in that i was kind of i was kind of thought they were a scam though yeah well, how come because well because uh like there might be like three songs i would want on an album and then i'd like never listen to anything else but i couldn't just buy those three songs like i had to buy the whole album with other stuff i don't want well that's the reason that's the that's the whole point of albums is that you, you actually force yourself to love the entire thing. Oh my gosh. No, but uh, like an album, like um, take for example, um, do you, do you like David Bowie at all? Yeah, a little bit, but, but I, I haven't gone deep into this stuff. Like an album like hunky dory by David Bowie. Like if you listen to that whole thing you, and you just keep listening to the whole album, there's very strange songs on it, which you gradually begin to really, really like. Well, me anyway. Uh, okay, okay. Um, and uh, you know, it's a big, it's a, it's a big part. Of it. I'd say that that would be true of um, a lot of Lady Gaga's type albums. But yeah, I guess, I guess the, I guess the, the thing now is, is to just sort of focus in on the single songs, um, the very specific experience. Yeah, it's not so much about the album. Got it. Yeah, or you know, also I was like a stingy teenager, so I'm sure that has a has a lot to do with it. <laughs> Your video is very, um, you, like your head is just very close to the bottom of the video. Is it? Yeah. Let me see if I can increase the height of my chair. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's yeah, about that's as good. high as it gets now. That's good, yeah. That's All right. Um, yeah, so what else? What else? Uh, that's, that's really most of it. I, I've uh, I got a new book. It was called the the big leap or the great leap, yeah. Uh, and it was, it was by uh, like a psychologist. And I, I found it because the uh, the founder of Income School, which is uh, like a YouTube channel slash membership site that teaches people how to build um, basically how to build like niche blogs, like niche sites, and you know monetize them with affiliate stuff or make your own courses, that kind of thing. Um, the founder from that wrote a book that my friend bought and he said, well, you know, the book wasn't really very good. The only good thing in it was this recommendation to buy this other book. So I bought the other book, which was um, the big leap. And it, it's uh, it's got a kind of interesting idea. In it. Basically um, it's the idea that uh, people, you know, like, you know about a, like a set point for your body weight. Like you've got a certain yeah. weight you're used to. And if you get, if you get lighter than that, your body wants to eat more. And if you're over that, you want to eat less. And part of why I'm doing inter- like the, uh, the alternate day fasting is to kind of break that. 
there's also a set point for happiness and a set point for uh, how much, like how successful you feel okay with. And if you get way below it, then you'll be like, oh, geez, like I really need to just, you know, just focus down and get some things done and improve your, my life. And if you're way above it, you might just be like, oh, yeah, this is, I mean, this, I, everything is great. I don't need to work on anything. <laughs> and I, I, I think, you know, it's, it's like a lot of books written by psychologists. Like it's, it's kind of idiosyncratic. It's based on his, um, you know, his previous clients. And, um, but at least for me, I, I kind of, like it resonated pretty well. And I, and I was, I was thinking, it's like, yeah, I, I definitely kind of do that. Like after, after hitting, you know, some level with, with, uh, you know, fitness or, you know, social goals, or even, you know, Alchemist Camp, I kind of um, coast a bit more. And then, and then other times where I feel like I'm below that set point, I really want to push harder. So I, I haven't read far enough to, you know, to get to the, uh, uh, the more tactical parts that I assume are coming up. But I think that makes a lot of sense. And, um, you know, on sort of doubled up with that is this idea of competition. Like when you find out, someone who you consider to be your peer and your equal is doing, you know, 10x better than you at something, you've, that will generally irk you and sort of force you to go, oh, my, I guess the set, my set point was much worse than I thought it was. I need to like, you know, be as good as my, as this person. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. Like, especially if it's someone you know, well, it's like your yeah. old roommate from college or, uh-huh. or something like that. It's like, what? Like that guy is, is doing this well. Like, <laughs> well, if he can, and so can I. Yeah, that would de- that definitely has a big impact on your set point. I think that I think that 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 happiness set point is probably quite variable. I think so. It's supposed supposedly it's about half genetic, but you can you can alter it quite a bit as well. Interesting. And and I kind of I kind of have the you know similar belief as as what you talked about in texting with uh or i guess more jason talked about in texting with with uh um even even there even with things where there's a big genetic component like say how strong you are you know if there might be you know some percentage of that is is can be predicted just by knowing someone's genes or their parents but if you use like a very focused intervention like modern weightlifting strategies you know, you can take someone whose whose parents were were uh, you know very slight, and they're they're not going to be like as big as the rock, but they could be far stronger than the average person, you know, not even just than their parents. And I, I think that's probably true with things like happiness. We just, you know, we just don't have the the same you know, quantitative, uh, you know, research and science and experimentation behind it. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Um, there was one thing that I wanted to mention to you is I have, I've been doing a bit of research about, um, oh yeah, there's, there's two things actually. One of them is I am starting after today's uh, show with a private trainer virtually. Um, so that's one thing. Um, Anwar, who I used to work with before, um, but now, so I'll be doing like a, I guess an hour long session. That's one thing because I want to do a bit, get a bit more health stuff going on, a bit more movement type stuff. Because I've literally been like a vegetable here since coronavirus, and then what you can say, 
Is that the super slow guy? Uh, well, he originally started off as super slow. That's where I met him. Um, but then we moved out of that environment and just went to a regular gym environment and it wasn't super slow anymore. It was just, it was just um, something tailored to me, um, just using regular gym equipment. And that was great. And then I've really, really noticed the difference of just my general functional fitness, my functional physical being able to move around and stuff has definitely gone downhill since coronavirus. So, um, but that was even just moving away because we used to live, we used to live in Pasadena and now we've moved out to um, Arrowhead and uh, I stopped working with him when we moved here, but it was about the same time as coronavirus. But anyway, so now we're going to do that virtually. So that's the first one today. So that's going to be good. And the second thing is um, I'm going to get a rebounder or a mini trampoline, a mini trampoline. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm, I, it's, it's on the way and, um, I've been doing a fair amount of research about this. And, um, as with all things, not all rebounders slash mini trampolines are created equal. And there's, there's different, there's different price points. And the one that I'm getting is, is pretty expensive and it's from Europe made by a company called Bellicon. And so the thing about, so, um, and it's, it's good because it's, it uses bungees instead of springs. So I, I've tried rebounders before and I've always really thought, oh, that, this is boring. This is terrible. But from all the videos on YouTube and all the, the um, I guess, the, the literature about it, the Bellicon rebounder is just like basically a trampoline. Not a, How big is it? It's, well, they, they do different sizes, but the one I'm getting is 49 inches. It's pretty big. It's the biggest. And they do pretty di different um, str strength cords as well. But basically... Um, I do really enjoy just general trampolining, which is a lot of fun. And I think this is, this is very good and it's very effective uh, cardio workout if you, can, if you can do it and if you like it. So it's another test. I don't know if I'm really going to like it, but I think it's a test worth doing because it's, it, there's a lot of good features about it. Like you don't need to even put shoes on. You just sort of jump, jump on it and just start mm. doing it. You know? And it makes you feel like a kid, apparently, with this, with this brand. Because it's, you already ordered it? already ordered it it's on the okay. way yeah, yeah. wait for it it's gonna be here next week i think i i have a couple thoughts like what one is you ever go to go to house of air have you heard of that is that what jason was talking about place full of trampolines i don't know if it's where he went but there was a place i went to in yeah. san francisco like yeah three or four times with yeah people from hack reactor yeah and they've, they've got like uh they've got like one area with uh slanted walls on the sides Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking uh, about. People yeah. play a game inside of it. It's like a dodgeball game with trampolines. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, then the other area is just a lot of large trampolines. And, of course, there, there are, you know, hard bars holding them up in between them. So you have to yeah. jump from trampoline to tra trampoline. And, you know, <clears throat> I just, like, had a blast there. I did, did like you know, backflips, like trying to get to where I could do like just one <laughs> land, another just in you know, a loop did like, uh, um, some, some like higher, um, higher bounces where I would like, you know, aim for the wall and then try to kick off of it and stuff like that. And then the next week after the last time I went, it was like literally the next week there, there was like someone that I knew that worked at Airbnb that went there with them that broke his leg and I was like, Ugh, maybe. Uh, well, I think I think this isn't a, the best. You know, it's fun, but maybe I don't want to be playing this too much. Well, there's a big difference between that type of environment, where, especially because the reason why they break their legs is because there's the hard bits in the middle, 
with with something like this you can't even do something like a knee bounce or a bum bounce or something like that like okay. it's it's essentially just bouncing on your feet so you're not going to fall off it like there's no uh, like from from the research that I've done there isn't there's nowhere near the level of accidents on something like this as there is on a big trampoline because you yeah. just it's just much it's just much smaller but what 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 does come up a lot is that people seem to stick with it because it's it has that feeling of fun like so uh-huh. it's it's like that general feeling of weightlessness that you get from a good trampoline experience and apparently it's actually even better than those larger trampolines because the mm-hmm. because the because the bungees themselves um have sort of been dealt that they, they've created them on like a nano type level where they have this really cool it's like a soft um you go into it very soft but then it sort of snaps back so it's it's it doesn't jar you in any way it doesn't jar your back it's particularly this brand this is what i've been been talking mm. about compared to I, the medicines yeah i i would just yeah I, I would think the main risk on a normal trampoline when you're not like doing flips playing games yeah. on them is just catching a bad bounce and yeah and kind of bouncing doing a double bounce when you just wanted one and going off in a weird direction oh yeah yeah like because someone else is on the trampoline with you or something or just that you get off you just get out of sync okay, with the yeah. movement of the trampoline but, so we'll uh, see we'll, we'll see how it is but um yeah. i mean just like just person after person just was like this this is the surprising form of exercise that i had never tried before and never considered that i actually do because i get on it because you just kind of want to because it's just a fun thing to do it makes you feel like a kid and then once you're doing it, you just sort of keep doing it because it's just fun. And it has a couple of things like when you, when you're, it essentially uh, exercises every single muscle in your body type of thing because it's just like completely free form. You know what I mean? So mm. you sort of go up in the air and then all of your muscles relax and then you go down and all of your muscles contract and you don't even notice it because you're kind of having fun. So and and it there's other stuff about the nice low impact low impact is probably yeah. the other big thing. So we'll see we'll see what happens but uh yeah I've got that on the way in. So those two things are my my attempt to um cuz I think the the main problem with my with me is um is the movement stuff not the eating stuff. I think I've got the need eating stuff down with the uh, okay. That's like the opposite of me. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Yep. Um so, should we uh, do goals for next time? Sure. All right. So, my goal is, number one goal is still diet, believe it or not. Okay. Uh, I want to just keep, basically just keep at it. Keep, uh, keep on, the, on the plan. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be less concerned about what I'm eating on the, uh, on the uh, eat days. Just uh, get three days of fasting in and I think I can basically not worry about the others that much because I'm still making really good progress. Okay. And uh, goal number two is get two videos published on Alchemist Camp. But what about Igniter? Uh, Igniter is, I mean, that's still something I'm working on for sure, but I I have more external pressure right now to work on Alchemist Camp. Okay. Because I just threw away two videos I was going to publish, made one new one that's a better ver- that I believe is a better version. Okay. And, you know, I've got to, got to at least get those out and uh, igniter. I, I, you know, I'm just going to keep, uh, keep at it around the edges. Mm-hmm. Okay. Probably, probably first step of that's going to be 
just doing the Phoenix 1.5 upgrade. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty much all for me. I'm I'm really looking forward to getting that new mic. I think okay. that can speed I'm up everything. I'm excited about that too. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Um, yeah. Well, for me, it's I want to get five um, interviews done. Where like mm-hmm. over over uh, what is this thing called Zoom? Um, so I'm gonna on on the the final checkout page for the boot camp for the academy. So when you've done the boot camp, then you unlock the academy, and then you go to a page to purchase. And then I want to have five videos from you, and we'll do an interview like this, and then from another four four folks on that page. I want to try and get as many of those done by next week as possible. And then the other thing I want to do by next week, and I'm going to do this before I even do those videos, is just announce uh, the bootcamp to my 6,000 mailing list. Mm. Yeah. Because I can see that it takes people a a pretty long time to get through this thing anyway. So it's not like I have to get those videos there. Plus also, I've already seen that it makes a sale as it is right now. I just think that the videos will add to to the compellingness of the sale. I can definitely see that. So just the boot camp part, it takes quite a while. Like how long of the people that have completed it, like how long have they been taking? I'm glad you asked that because I can tell you because I built a stat system to track that. Um, let's see. It's about a week. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad at all. Oh, no, no, no. It's not, it's, not, it's not like some huge amount of time. I mean, people can do it in, a couple, in an hour. Um, I mean, looks like Danilo did it in an hour. Um, but uh, yeah, it takes most like of the few people who've done it, they've, they've tended to have take about a week. Do it in cool. bits and pieces. Cool. You know? And those, those nudge emails from Laura really help. Yeah. I like those too. I, I already said that. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, sounds like a, a good plan. Cool. Um, yeah. So for health, uh, just going to be the same. Just try and keep in keep in range and looking forward to the to the tr- mini trampoline coming and see see what that does. Don't break a leg. <laughs> Thanks. I won't. Uh, okay. Well, uh, this has been a good show, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing you again next time. All right. Till then. Bye. We probably need um, an outro as well. By the way. Do it now. No, no outro. Did, no outro. Do you have one for texting? Yeah, I don't of course. Remember? Yeah. Wow.